Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Mashat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. I debated about doing a podcast on this topic today because we're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and it's a sensitive topic, in my opinion, because the journey of self-love, learning to love yourself, it makes me sad to say I don't, I mean, I think I talk about a lot of things I don't think we talk about enough. But this personal development journey, what if it really is learning to love yourself? And I think a lot of us don't even realize how hard we are on ourselves, how mean we are to ourselves, how judgy we are about ourselves. And it was a really eye-opening experience when I even realized the filter I saw myself through, how negative it was, how mean it was, how judgy it was. And the past few years really have been this deeper journey of learning to love myself. And before we dive in, I do want to mention the three keys to consistency Everyone joining, the feedback, the changes, the ahas, how I love, by the way, when you reach out and you're telling me how you're changing up your goals, how you're changing up your business plan, how you are recreating your business in a way that makes more sense to you, that you're excited about, that you're inspired about. And the feedback has been incredible. And I truly believe this is the way you can follow a process to help you figure out what you want in the first place, how you want to create your dream business, and what is really getting in your way, and learn tools so you can do something about it when life happens. So check out The Three Keys to Consistency, a new digital training that is already creating quite a buzz of, I didn't even realize the rules I was following. I didn't even realize I put so much pressure to achieve these goals. That's not even what I really want. So if you're looking for something to get unstuck, a guide, a path to follow, then check out the three keys to consistency in the link below. Now I wanna share with you part of my self-love journey. And again, it it was rough even getting here. I didn't even realize how much I hated myself, my looks, my body, my capabilities of, you know, work and my self-worth. And there was just, I'm going to say it, there's so much crap tied into 
what I thought I should look like, what I thought I should be, what I thought I should be achieving. And it wasn't until the NLP Master Practitioner Training, which was a two-week intense certification process. We went through breakthrough sessions. We were going deep, releasing old beliefs. And that was the moment I realized how horrible I was to myself. My self-talk, what I thought, the way I saw myself in the mirror, it was all filtered through the most negative context, the most negative filter. And to be honest, when's the last time someone gave you a compliment and you didn't dismiss it? (laughs) Because I didn't even realize I couldn't even receive a compliment. I had to downplay it. I had to, oh yeah, but oh, you love this. Oh, thanks. I got it on sale. Oh, this, this thing. Oh no, this is old. Oh, you, you know, you like my hair. Well, it was the worst haircut ever. So thank you so much for even saying that, right? Like when is the last time you just said, thank you. That means a lot to me instead of squirming and okay, let me diminish or downplay. And it was just Everything was just so uncomfortable. And I'm sharing this with you today because, again, I realized, did I even have a role model of someone who loves themselves and their body and appreciates it? And at the time, I could not think of anyone who was even embodying this self-love, who was actually appreciative and happy with who they were, how they looked, their body, all the things. And I did grow up outside of Los Angeles, and I was in theater and dance and performing and auditioning and acting. And, you know, back then it was considered normal to be especially in dance class, oh my gosh, like be staring at the mirror all the time and making sure you're not gaining weight and make sure you're looking a certain way. And I probably should have started with the disclaimer that we're going to have some potentially triggering topics, but I want to empower you to take a moment and just see, wait a second, where am I doing this myself? So I just want you to know that It starts with awareness. It starts with a conversation and giving yourself grace. We're conditioned and programmed to do this. And it can be upbringing. It can be what we were surrounded with. It can be, you know, watching all the America's Next Top Model and all the things on TV where everyone we looked at, magazines, were just a certain look, a certain way. And I think now, People are doing such a beautiful job of being so much more inclusive and making things look normal. And I have to tell you, the moment things started to click for me was I saw an Instagram account at Master Practitioner. I was staying by myself for two weeks and I had a lot of downtime or some downtime, I should say. And uh, I saw an Instagram account where it was showing how filtered everything is and how people make their bodies or make their face or make things look a certain way. And it's actually not normal. It's photoshopped. It's filtered. And I know this sounds very common sense, but to me, I was like, wait, what? This is normal. This is, this isn't normal. Like, what do you mean? And it started to just 
open my eyes a little bit of, hey, wait a second, maybe I'm being so critical and hard on myself when that's not even realistic. It's not even true. And I had another moment that I feel like is really what I want to say on this episode and why I'm going down this rabbit hole of talking about it is because I've been doing a lot of work on being present and appreciating and gratitude for where I am in my life, who I am, my body. I, I, if you don't know, was diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis. It is a autoimmune disease that can affect mobility. It can affect vision. It can affect walking. It can affect your bodily functions. And if you want to be snapped into not taking things for granted, then unfortunately, this is a very big wake-up call of, am I going to sit here and be critical of myself when my legs are actually still working? And there are others with this disease where they are using a cane or a wheelchair and they can't walk. Like, just put that in perspective for a second. I know we just got deep real quick, but same thing with vision and being able to see and being able to move. It's just like if things are threatened to be taken away from you, it gives you another perspective of, wait a second, I am so grateful for my body and how it supports me. And I just want to share this perspective with you because I see it a lot. We're criticizing and picking apart things that we have in our life right now that in a few years, in 10 years, in 30 years, we're going to wish this was our problem. And I was home visiting my family, watching my grandparents who have since passed, but we were watching my grandparents' like 50th wedding anniversary video that, you know, of course was like a VHS tape. We had to figure out how to watch in the first place. And we're watching it and I'm looking at my grandparents' photos from when they were younger and they were absolutely beautiful. And I just started bawling watching this video. My family's like, are you okay? Like what, what, what's going on? And I was like half laughing, half crying. I like could not catch my breath. I couldn't even explain it to them because I had a download. I had a moment where I was like, I've only seen my grandparents in their 70s and 80s. This, like, as a young kid, like, they were 70s and 80s. They were my grandparents. And I'm looking at these photos of them when they were younger, when they were probably my age, and how beautiful they are. And I just had this moment of, oh my gosh, are we not even appreciating how we look right now, because as we get older, as we age, we're probably going to look back and wish we looked the way we did when we were picking ourselves apart. And I lost it. And I don't even know how to explain this vision that came over me of, I'm going to sit here and complain about my hair or my body or whatever it is. And when I'm in my 70s, 80s, God willing, looking back, wishing I had the body I did at 25. Are you kidding me? Or wishing I looked the way I did when I was 30. And now I'm 38, about to be 39. 
almost 40, which to me is also insane, where I'm like, wow, at what point am I going to fall so in love with myself that I appreciate the moment? I appreciate and love being in the present moment because isn't that all we really have? Isn't that what this is really all about? And it doesn't need to take some horrible illness or something to knock you into this. I had already started this journey years before diagnosis or anything even happened. And I'm so grateful for this wake up call. I'm so grateful for already being on the path by the time the MS stuff even happened. Because I think this is a huge piece of our journey and a huge piece of this deeper self-love and loving ourselves, appreciating ourselves, and realizing how hard we can be and why. I have a mentor who says this is today, how does she say it? Today is the youngest you'll ever be again, right? Today is the youngest you'll ever be again. Like time is going so fast. And I just felt like it was important to share that Are you paying attention and appreciating what you have in this moment? Or are you so focused on the lack, what's missing, what's not enough, what's not good enough, how you wish you were different, you wish you looked a different way, you wish something else, when in reality, this is all we have. It's this moment. So why not figure out a way to choose to be happy, to be at home in your body, to be at peace with yourself. And to me, there's nothing like a good reframe or perspective shift. That really, really is so powerful for me. And I hope it is for you too. Because if I do look at others who wish they had what I had, who are older and maybe at the end end of years in their life and looking back wishing that they appreciated themselves more when they were young and in their youth it's like how are we focusing to choose the way we see things the way we look at things and By the way, I don't have children, so I'm not going to say that I'm aware of what that is like, but I've heard this analogy before from different mentors. And if you do have kids, they are watching. They are watching you and how you take compliments, how you think about yourself. If you always say, oh, I always look terrible in photos. I'm not taking photos or oh, no, I look horrible right now. I I don't have makeup on. I can't do that. It's like, what are we doing? If you follow me on social media, you may notice I choose not to wear makeup most of the time and I do not use filters because I think it's also important to normalize that being natural, being in our natural state is beautiful and is more than enough too. And it always drove me nuts when I was in real estate and I never wore a ton of makeup. For me, it felt like a lot, but to everyone else, they probably didn't even realize I was wearing anything. And if I did scale back or didn't feel like wearing it for a day, everyone would say like, you look tired. Are you okay? And it's like, really, really? (laughs) Why can't we normalize being natural. 
Why can't we normalize that we don't need to have a filter all the time? We don't need to be done up to be considered beautiful, to feel comfortable in our own skin. And I will say it took me when I came online, when, you know, becoming an online coach or an online, you know, growing my social media following, it took me time to even feel comfortable showing up without makeup, without my hair done, because I had gotten so used to seeing myself that way that it was uncomfortable at first to put myself out there. And, you know, again, I was caught up. What are people going to think? And oh my gosh, this doesn't look good. I don't look professional. I don't look put together. And it took time for me to say, uh, oh yeah, I don't care. (laughs) This is about me being comfortable in my own skin and it's okay. Can't we normalize that? So this topic is, yes, a newer one for me. I am on the journey myself, and I just, I felt like it was important to go there. It was important to share a new perspective because realizing there are people out there who wish they had what we have. They wish they looked the way we look. They wish they had the mobility and the movement that we do. It doesn't diminish or downplay our own challenges, our own things that we aren't happy with. But I do think it's a good reminder of like, even right now I'm finding more gray hairs approaching 40 and I do not dye my hair. I do not want to dye my hair. I did for a period in high school. That was, you know, that was that. (laughs) And To me, it's like, am I taking a moment every day to appreciate the color of my hair? I literally look in the mirror now and take time to just love on myself, appreciate myself. And it has made me so much happier. My body image is more positive. I'm so grateful for my body and the way I look. And instead of, by the way, because this is a mindset thing, we're programmed to focus on what we don't want. And when we focus on the negative, we attract more of it to us. So if you're beating yourself up, focusing on the negative and what's wrong, you're just going to see more evidence that you're right. If you start focusing on the positive and how much I love my curls when it's natural, I love my freckles, I love the color of my eyes. I love the color of my hair. I love my body. My body supports me. And oh, it is normal for it to fluctuate. And it is normal for weight to fluctuate and to be gentle with myself. I have to tell you, headaches started getting less. I started feeling better. I've started feeling happier. I start my morning hike with gratitude and appreciation. And I'm just in my little love bubble of just thank you so much for even being out here right now, being able to walk, being able to move. It has shifted everything for me. Everything. I look at photos now as moments in time I want to capture. I want to capture these experiences. I want to remember them. I want to look back one day and be like, oh my gosh, that was the time of my life. Look at how I, you know, looked. Look at these experiences and moments. And if you've noticed, I do have a decent amount of professional photos over the years where I did these incredible photo shoots with 
friends. It wasn't even, I'm not a professional model. I, I mean, that'd be amazing, but not, it's not even a professional thing. It was hiring a photographer, hiring hair and makeup. And like, I realized I want to capture these moments. I want to honor myself and look back and be like, damn, that is amazing. I did that. And just being happy with who I am, how I look, all the things. So I would love for you to take a moment. What would happen if you look in the mirror and you start giving yourself compliments? You start being nice to yourself. You start seeing, wait a second, this is the body I chose in this soul experience and this is me. And, you know, I, I'm i going to start slow. Maybe it's just a baby compliment. Maybe it's just grateful for the ability to wake up today. Maybe it's being grateful for the ability to move your body and walk. Maybe it's just simple If this resonated with you in any way, please reach out on social at Melissa Machat. I know it's a deep conversation and it could bring things up. And trust me, it's been that master pack was summer of 2020. So we're coming up on three years since I even realized how horrible I was being to myself and just the changes that have happened over the past couple of years how much happier I am. And again, it's a process. It's being gentle. It's being kind. I've stopped beating myself up for knowing better. I should have known better. I shouldn't have eaten that. I shouldn't have done this. It's like, oh my gosh, can we just be kind? Can we just have some compassion? Can we just have some grace, please? You know, it starts somewhere. So what is something you can do to be a little bit nicer to yourself, to love yourself a little bit more, to appreciate yourself a little bit more to just be present with yourself and not let these moments pass because again this is the youngest we'll ever be is today it's only going up from here and why not create these memories create this mindset of that self-love and appreciation. So when you're older, when the time comes you look back and there's no regrets. You're like, I was loving my life and you can see it. You can feel it. It radiates instead of just being so hard on ourselves and wishing it were different. And then that's all we see because that's what we're focused on. So I hope you can take something from this self-love conversation, the self-love journey, and realize that all we have is now. So let's learn to love it instead. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.